Welcome here to Seattle Sports Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and welcome to another edition of Seattle Sports Talk. We're going to be getting into a lot of stuff tonight. Uh, of course, we're going to be talking Mariners, and we got to talk a little Seahawks later tonight as well. But to get things started, we are joined by uh, Ryan F- Fusey, uh, 2016 Mariners draft pick. Ryan, how are we doing tonight, man? Hey, man, doing well. How you doing? I'm doing pretty dang good. I mean, could could have been a little bit better today if we had a better uh, result with the Mariners, uh, with them losing today, but it is what it is. Actually, We're good. Yeah. Actually, ironically enough, one of your one of your draft brothers, Kyle Lewis, the first rounder, was there and got a foul ball. Really? Yeah, he did. Man, right in the thing. Yeah, her, he, uh, he's going to be headed to Everett with me, so I'm excited to, excited to be playing with him. Oh, yeah. I bet you're real excited to get playing with him. Yeah. And Heard he's big up, time, so. I was actually looking over a, a lot of your videos uh, before the podcast, and I got to say, man, you got quite some you got quite some pop, pop behind that bat of yours, man. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I can I like to put a little little power into it. I like to be a little more consistent with my swing, which I've been working on. But um, I'm just gonna try to get there and just just do what got me to got me drafting. That's just put up power numbers, steal bases, play good defense, and you know, just do whatever I can to just keep on moving up and do what's best for the team. Definitely. I mean, that's always good to that's always good to you know push forward. And Ryan, uh, again, I mean, what was the first initial reaction when you actually were looking down the draft tractor and you saw your name and you saw that you got drafted by the Mariners? What was that feeling like as soon as you saw it? I mean, was was the family all around to see that? Well, funny story. I was uh, my I, well, my agent was like, "Yo, you're gonna we're looking like 10 to 15th rounds." I'm like, "All right, but." I thought that was a little early, just being a fifth-year singer and all that. And um, so the 10 to 15th round go by, and I don't get picked up. And I'm like, wow, this is this isn't good. So I just get rid of my phone. I head to the pool. Um, just I, I give I give my phone to one of my buddies. And I'm like, look, if somebody calls, just let me know. Like I don't want to be because I, I kept checking my phone. Like maybe this is just bad luck. I need to get away from it. And then sure enough, my mom calls and. Uh, <clears throat> My dad's uh, my dad's best friend. He actually just passed away, but he was in the hospital doing really bad. And uh, so my mom calls and she's crying, and I was like, "Man, like that." I think I know what happened. And uh, she actually she was like, "You didn't hear?" And I was like, "What?" She's like, "You just got your asses." And I was just like, "No way!" Like, I mean, a dream come true. It was, it was the feeling. Real. I mean, I know it sounds cliche, but the feeling really is indescribable. Um, I mean, we're we're looking like 24 hours later, and I still like I'm still just numb. Like it's 
the people that have hit me up to con- congratulate me and just all the support has just been incredible. That's good, man. That's great. I mean, uh, I think a lot of the players that, or the last couple draft picks that have been on the show uh, with the, uh, the last few years, man, they've actually uh, been taken late just like yourself, and they actually tossed their phones away as well. Um, yeah, like I just I had to get rid of my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it on that. I'm actually looking at yeah. your history three years in college. Uh, you began your you began your collegiate career with Northwest Florida State college uh batted 256 but then you transfer over to Wright State for the next two years and you know you just kept improving and improving and you have you have a really good line in your three years of college 295 average uh 30 home runs 134 RBIs and 43 stolen bases that's something that I think the Mariners really could use as some speed on the base man yeah man we uh actually I just uh I was introduced to a new base running technique from a coach at Wright State, and then so that that's why a lot this year I had like 26 stolen bases this year. It just really makes it just a lot easier to steal bases. Um, so yeah, I mean I just try to like I said I'm just trying to put more consistent contact on the ball. Hopefully just keep the average above 300 and just do whatever the team needs. You know how it goes. Yep, we definitely do know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mentioned uh, before we actually started the show you're going to be actually going up to uh, Arizona to start your physical, start your training and everything. I mean, what's that like, mm-hmm. man? I mean, this is this is just happening within the last, you know, yeah. 22 hours. It's crazy. I mean, it's a sudden I mean, it's, it's officially a business now, but I mean, I get to I get to head out to Washington, I get to play baseball for a living, so there's no way to complain about that. Um like I said, it's sweet. I'm excited to get going. I'm excited to get up to Everett and meet all the guys. And I just got to get that first game, that first pitch out of the way, that first hit. I just tell one of my friends, all it takes is just to get that first hit out of the way and then just everything else will slow down. Definitely. That That is uh, – that's, that's something to really look forward to, man. Um, yeah, man. Again, man, so again – so I got to ask you, I mean – uh, this is actually ironic. This is kind of funny enough, but before you were drafted, uh, the Mariners actually selected Trey Griffey at the yeah. university at the University of Arizona, and ironically enough, the 24th round. And with everything that you've known about baseball, I mean, for one thing, question, man. I mean, just how ironic was that? Just to see, just to see a Griffey, you know, get drafted ahead of you. Oh, I mean, that's cool. I mean, it. You know, that just shows the Mariners' respect to Ken Griffey for the 24th round. And, I mean, one of the greatest baseball players to play. So, I mean, it was definitely cool. I get to tell people that I got drafted after Ken Griffey's son. Um, I was actually just talking about that to somebody today. So, yeah, man. Pretty sweet. Yeah, man. And, uh, I mean, let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, again, you're coming to an organization that, you know, drafted perhaps one of the greatest baseball players that has ever played this game, Ken Griffey Jr., spent ten, his first 10 years with the ball club and finished out his last two with the ball club. And now this year he's going into the Hall of Fame and he's getting his number retired in, or his number retired for the team. And all the Mariners affiliated uh, minor leagues, no other player can wear 24 again. I mean, what's your thought process about coming to a team that, you know, holds such history with a player like Ken Griffey Jr.'s caliber? 
I mean, I think that says a lot about the fans, too. I mean, it definitely says that uh, they love baseball up in Seattle, which is cool. You want to go to an organization where people are in love with baseball. And, I mean, you you can't deny King Griffey definitely was one of the best to ever play this game. Um, Probably one of the best, if not the best swing that baseball has ever seen. So, yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's a great organization. And, you know, to pay respect to King Griffey, I mean, you have to. I mean, he's one of the greatest. He is definitely one of the greatest. I mean, Seattle holds him dearly in this in this entire league. And you know, Ryan, this is this is something that I think a lot of play a lot of people are very curious to know. But uh, coming into Everett, I mean, what number are you going to wear when you actually play for Everett? And what number do you think you'll and do you think you'll actually hold that number up for the rest of your career as you go up in the minors? <laughs> um. Well, if I get, I don't, do I get to pick my number? Do you know? Um, I believe you get to pick your number. I'm not sure. Uh, if if, I, if I'm, I'd like to go number two. Uh, I've always been number two. I don't know. It's just number that I like. But I mean, you know, I, just, uh, I can't really pit, be too picky about my jersey. So I'm blessed to be in the situation. So, but yeah, if I can get number two, I'll, I'll try to wear number two for the rest of my career. Just some about it. Still don't know. <laughs> Hey, we we already know a great guy that wore number two, Derek Jeter. He's retired a couple of years ago as well. Hey, yeah, yeah. So, some about it. it's a good number. So we'll we'll see if uh, we'll see if it's still available when I get there. <laughs> and there I have some uh, senior senior priorities. Since I'm probably the oldest guy there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, coming to Washington. I mean, this must be a big change um, from you know being in Kentucky all. Uh, I believe you were in Kentucky all your life, right? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I played ball in Florida and uh, Wright State and Dayton, but I've never really been out west. And well, coming over here to the Great Northwest, man. I mean, I mean, I know you've heard a lot of. I know you possibly have heard a lot about it, maybe. But what do you, what's the what's the most besi- besides baseball? What are you most looking forward to seeing here in the Great Northwest? Hiking. <laughs> uh, I, I want to hike those mountains, man. I, I've been looking at pictures, and I mean those those things look challenging. So I want to get to that. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know much about you know Washington in general. So I guess I'll get there. And I mean, you tell me what, what's there to do around there. Now there's a lot. I'll probably, to do. I'll probably be doing too much baseball to even do anything. <laughs> well, there's. I'm- <laughs> There's plenty to do around here, man, but I mean I heard there's a lot of lakes. I'm a big lake guy. So no, that's one thing, man. That's we got some good fishing around here. That's the one that's the one thing that you can do uh, up here. You I'm definitely go the uh, hunting's really- <laughs> Uh so again, you know again, this is this has got to be a real big moment for you. I mean, this I don't know if this is your first interview that you're doing, but um, you know, what what is it like to to Wake up after you the day after you got drafted and realize, hey, I am officially a part of a big league ball club. I have officially made I have, that that's you know I have officially am a part of baseball. Yeah, I mean I, I posted something on Instagram. I was like, I used to be the four year old that like every day I'd tell my dad I was like I want to be a pro baseball player. And then, you know, when you go in your kindergarten and, like, all through elementary and they ask what you want to be, it was just always, I want to be a pro baseball player. 
and for that to actually come true, I mean, it's, I mean, like, I, I got to pinch myself to see if it's even real. Um, but I, I'm going to, I'm humble about it. I want to keep, I'm going to keep working. I got a lot of work left to do. And, I mean, I know making it to the bigs is not going to be easy at all. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely woke up today with a big smile on my face. Well, that's a great, that's a great attitude that you're, that you're coming into, uh, you know, single A, you know, single A short and seen man, because we got, we actually just had uh, last year we had uh, Braden Bishop on the show, UW alumni, and uh, okay. he's, actually, he's just getting uh, his. He got his first season finished up. He had a great season. I believe he's going to be starting out um, in single A again. So you're going to be playing along with him. But okay. you know, again, there's there's a lot of history with this Seattle Mariners ball club. I mean, growing up growing up around you know Kentucky and you know being down there in Dayton and Florida. I mean, who which teams did you most uh, keep an eye out. Keep an eye on. Are you talking like talking about pro teams? Yeah, pro teams. Oh well, I mean, the closest pro team to me was the Reds. Um, really, that's that's the only uh, the only team that we really get on TV. So I've always just grown up watching the Reds. But um, yeah, we, there's no sports teams in Kentucky, which really sucks. But uh. Yeah, I guess, I guess we were Reds fans growing up, but Mariners fans now. <laughs> well, speak, well, speak, well, coming back to Ken Griffey Jr., I mean, you had you had a lot of uh, – you got to see a lot of him growing up, I bet. Oh, nonstop Ken Griffey. Always wanted to be Ken Griffey. I think every kid does. <laughs> well, every kid in the 90s, let's – let's, let's Okay, every kid. Man, that makes me feel old, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hey, – Older than you, man. I'm four years older than you. <laughs> I ever get old. <laughs> <laughs> so again, you know, this has been uh, this has been a real great experience for you. Again, you uh, you again, you were with your agent. You threw down your phone. You said, "I'm not going to look at my phone anymore." And again, all of a sudden, you hear your mom crying. I mean, just what was that feeling like to know that you that it was I'm your mom you. who told you? No, that that just made that just, that was just icing on the cake. Um, you know, to to see my mom have that emotion was just she was just so happy for me, and I was, I was just like, "Mom, what are you crying for?" She was just like, "Just she was just like, I know how bad you wanted this," and she's like, "I mean, like I really just worked my butt off to get to this point, and there's been I've been through a lot, and for her to be the the first one to call me, and I for me to figure out from her." Um, I, I couldn't put it like I couldn't picture it better. Oh, I bet, man! I bet. Kind of makes and, me tear up. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And funny enough, man. I mean, we have Boeing down here. We have Boeing here in Washington. And ironically mm-hmm. enough, you were seven hundred and forty seventh pick. Seven forty seven. That man, Boeing seven forty seven, huh? Okay, that's uh, how ironic is that? <laughs> man. <I was> just, <laughs> I was just looking at it, man, and I was, I was like, that is by far one of the most ironic things I've seen out of the, out of any draft pick that I've talked to, is that he's got a Boeing number. <laughs> That's great. That's funny. Your your official nickname with me is Ryan Boeing Fusey. <laughs> hey, if it if it brings me here, I'm cool with it. <laughs> that is true. That is true, and. Yeah. Uh, Again, growing up in the 90s, man, here's the thing. I, I, 
been talking with a lot of people about this, but let's talk a little bit, get off this subject about you getting drafted, but let's talk a little bit about this. Is The fact that baseball, it doesn't get a lot of uh, it doesn't get a lot of looks as it used to back in the 90s, because let's face it, back in the 90s, when baseball season was up, everyone would wait for baseball season to start up again. And now, all of a sudden, it's they can't wait for football or basketball season to begin. And, let me, and I will say this. I can't wait till the NBA season is done with because I'm <laughs> sick of hearing about it. Is it I mean, well, the Warriors are about to do it. So what's your take on all of that, man? Uh, I mean, I think it's good for kids these days to play multiple sports. I think people are starting to realize that baseball – what goes on to be athletic in a baseball swing is very important, and to get that athleticism and you, you can gain different skills from different sports that can just make you a better baseball player. So I'm not. I mean, it, yeah, I, I think baseball should get a little bit more love. Uh, I, I definitely think. I think Bryce Harper is right that the game needs more like excitement. Um, I think he's trying to bring that back, which is awesome for coming from one of the best players in the game right now, but. Um, yeah, just, you know, I, I would like to see baseball. I, I agree with Bryce Harper, like I said. Um, uh, yeah, it needs to be spiced up. Hopefully a little more, some more swag to it, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. And I think a lot of Mariners fans need to know this, man. When you come to Washington, you going to support the Seahawks, man? Oh, 100%. One hundred percent. Yeah, I wish I could catch a game. I don't. I, yeah, I'm not going to be there for football season. Wait, what? September? Yeah, I might. Hey, you can get you can catch one of them games, man. I mean, I'd say yeah. It would be good to have you know. It'd be good to have a, a draft, another draft pick, be a big supporter of the Seahawks. And yeah, I'm going to give me a Russell Wilson jersey as soon as I get there. Oh man, you heard it right here, folks. You heard it right here. He's going to get a Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> But um, oh, funny enough about the city of Seattle, man, I mean, I don't know if you know about the history, but the city of Seattle has hold a lot of sports history, you know, with the Sonics winning the first ever title. And then, of course, you know, them moving back in 2008. And right now there's been a lot of controversy surrounding, you know, basketball and the N- NHL can just come into Seattle. And, oh. you know, I mean, what's your take? Do you think that Seattle right outright deserves – the Sonics back, and do you think that they also possibly deserve an NHL team? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Super Sonics for the <laughs> dude. That team was awesome to watch. Everybody loved the Sonics. Um, it, it, I mean, it was sad to see them leave. I, I got a friend from Seattle who he still just whines every day about the team not having a or the city not having a basketball team there. So, I mean, I, I can see the passion of the fans in Seattle through him. So, I mean. If, I mean, you see the fans that go to Seahawks. I mean, you obviously watch the Seahawks game, and the passion there is crazy. And the Mariners fans. So, I mean, yeah, I think Seattle deserves they deserve as many sports teams as possible. You know, That's the fans great. will go to it. That's great to hear, man. You officially, I think you officially, with what you just said there, you officially have, you know, the Seattle fans love because we all, we want our Sonics back, man. That's the one thing. Hey, that... let's, let's get them back. We'll start a petition. Def- and I will say this, man, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder, they officially have the Sonics curse on them because, let's face it, I mean, when you go up three games to one against the Warriors, yeah. you, can't, 
with, with two of the best players. Uh, yeah, that's just that's that's a meltdown. That's that's when you know that's when you know they need to go back to Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> that is great, man. That is great. Yeah, man. Again, you know, this is a again, yeah. In, I didn't actually write down any questions that I was going to ask you, so this is all coming out of just like out of the spur. But you know, besides uh, hiking and fishing that we got up here in Seattle, you know, we got just great atmosphere, we got great weather, and you know. I gotta ask you a question, man. I mean, uh, besides baseball, man, you gonna do some sightseeing when you get here? Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Uh, I, I hear Seattle is just one of the most beautiful places in the U.S. from people that have been there. So, um, like, I mean, I, I really don't know anything that's there. So, I, I'm gonna be anytime I can. I'm gonna I'm gonna be headed down there. I love get I love big cities. So. Uh, well, yeah, I'm going to head down there and see what I can get into. There you go. Well, I'm going to make you a deal here, Ryan. I mean, if you can do it when you get down here, when you get up here to Everett, uh, if you can make it, man, you and me, we'll, we'll head up to a marriage game. We'll take it, We'll take an marriage game together. Hey, I like that. We'll, <laughs> we'll for sure do that. Definitely, man. Hopefully and, I'm playing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I <laughs> I have no doubt you, yeah, you're going to be playing, man, but, uh, you know, I'm looking at your, I'm looking at your profile, and it says you're a center fielder, man. Is that correct? Center fielder, yeah. But um, I'm just a, uh, anywhere. I can pretty much play anywhere wherever they need me. Um, I'm sure we're going to the, to Everett. I'm sure Kyle Lewis will be the center fielder. So, um, like I said, wherever they need me, as long as if I'm in the lineup, I'm fine. There you go. That's 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 a great attitude that you have there, Ryan. And yeah, you know. Man. Again, looking at your profile, it says you're an outfielder. And, uh, th- again, this brings back to the topic of, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. But, you know, the Mariners have had numerous outfielders that have just had so much hype. You know, Jay Buhner, Ichiro, Griffey. And after Ken Griffey Jr. left, let's face it, Mike Cameron made some plays that, you know, we that was just world. He's a man. Yeah, he's the man. I mean, what's what's your take? You know, becoming again, becoming a part of the Mariners organization, and the fact that your position holds so much value. I mean, look what we got in the outfield right now. We got Leonis Martin, who's just by far one of the most fiery guys, that most electrifying guys on this team so far. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, in my opinion, the outfield is the best position. Uh, I mean, you, you just get to run all day, track fly balls. I mean, every, you know. Even when you're a kid, one of the best things to do is catch a fly ball. So I mean, everyone just loves catching fly balls, and um, I'm, you know, I'm just going to go out there. I'm going to try to play with that same fire and passion that you know Martin plays with, and uh, you know, just give it, give it 100 percent every day. And hopefully, I'm out there alongside with them soon. There you go, man. There you go. And uh, again, we want to congratulate you on getting drafted in the in getting drafting, you know, being a part of the Mariners organization. We always love Mariners draft picks to come on here. Uh, before I let you go, man, I do have to ask you one more thing, man, and this is the top, cool. this is one of the most important things, but uh when you get when you do get here to Everett, man, I mean, besides, you know, all the tourist stuff and all the hype, I mean, what is the most what is the most the one thing that you are looking most forward to playing? In Everett, what is the most one thing that you are looking most forward to? Uh, she just putting on a uniform, 
knowing that I'm a professional baseball player, uh, like I mean, that's crazy to say. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like I cannot wait to just get out there, uh, you know, get meet all the guys, meet the coaches, and then you know, just get back to doing what I love and just, just um, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be kind of fast at first. I'm not. It's gonna be kind of a whirlwind, but uh, once it slows down and just know that just playing the game that I've been playing for 20 years. Uh, yeah, that's what I can't wait, man. That's that's what I'm most excited for. And there you go. That is that is that is definitely what everyone wants. And everyone, Ryan Ryan Fusio, the uh, 25th pick by the Seattle Mariners in the draft. And again, uh, Ryan Boeing Fusio, as as I'm going to give him his nickname, 747. Man. <laughs> hey, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, man. We definitely want, would love to catch up with you. Anytime you want to come on the show, man, just let us know. Thank you, man. All right. I appreciate it, man. All right. You have a good one, man. All right. You too. All right. All right. So there we go. Ryan Fusio, uh here on the show. A big, uh, again, a big congrats to him uh, because, again, you know, it's it's just, it's got to be an honor to be selected into the mayor's organization and not just be selected just to the mayor's organization, but just to be drafted. And I just can't imagine just what was going through his mind when his mom, you know, came out there and told him everything. So we are going to go into a break. And when we come back, we're going to go ahead and get into the Mariners uh, past week. So we were going to, and of course we're going to, we got to talk about the bads and the good. So, you know, it is what it is. We, the Mariners not uh, really, getting the uh, result that they wanted to in the past two games. So we will take a quick short break and be right back.
And we are back here on the podcast, and we are, again, we want to send a big old shout-out to Ryan Fisto, again, joining us earlier tonight. And let's face it, man, again, we wish you all nothing but the best of luck uh, this year in single-A Everett. So, uh, again, big old sh- big old shout-out to him for just uh, coming on. And, uh, again, hopefully that was his first uh, interview he did, and if it was, i got to say congratulations to him. Also, a big congratulations to Christian Jones, uh, one of one of our local boys here in here in Federal Way from getting drafted by the uh, by the Boston Red Sox. And uh, again, you know, this is a uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I will have to say, uh, been a kind of a bad week for the Mariners this week. Nothing much to talk about, really, and. Uh, Let's go ahead and uh, pull up the Mariners. Uh, whoops. Let's go ahead and pull up the Mariners week. This is going to be another sh- short podcast uh, as uh, both uh, Chase and Tim, they were not unable to join us tonight. But uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about today and the bad choice that uh, Robinson Cano decided to make right in the bottom of the ninth inning, trying to stretch a – trying to stretch out – a single into a double, and if he would have pop, and he and if he would have gotten on and stayed there, uh, there would have just been you know it would have been you know one on two outs, and Nelson Cruz was uh, <clears throat> excuse me Nelson Cruz would have been coming up to the plate, but uh, very bad choice by Robinson Cano. Uh, Mariners, thankfully, they have a day off tomorrow, so that ends 17 straight games for the Mariners. <clears> hmm. <throat> Excuse me. And uh, after that day off, they play the Tampa Bay Rays for three games, and then they will travel upwards to uh, Boston, Massachusetts, to face the Red Sox for three games. And then they will travel to Detroit to face the Tigers for four. And then they come home and face possibly one of the biggest, or possibly, which, uh, in my opinion, I think this will be one of the biggest out, outpours uh, of the season. But, whoops. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, again, I think this will be one of the biggest outpours uh, crowd-wise for the season. But the St. Louis Cardinals come into town to play three games against the Saint, uh, against the Mariners. Uh, and uh, after that, they will get a day off, and the Mariners will go ahead and play the Pittsburgh Pirates for two games. And then the Orioles will come into town for four games. Or, uh, or excuse me, uh, I think it's uh, is it four games? It is four games. So they will actually play them for four games, and then they will head back onto the road for the last uh, uh, the last seven games of the first half. So, <clears throat> mm, excuse me. <clears throat> um, definitely have to say this, though, about the Mariners, is that right now the Mariners are sitting in, in possibly a good, comfortable position. I want to say that they're, 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 it's not a bad position that the Mariners are sitting in right now. I mean, let's face it. Right now, we're five back of the Texas Rangers after today, uh, 34 and 29. So that's not a bad spot, really. And uh, unfortunately, due to the loss today, uh, the Mariners are now with are are tied for second place in the wild card with the Blue Jays. And uh, let's see if the Blue Jays. Play. I think the Blue Jays do play tomorrow. Let's see. Do the Blue Jays, do the Blue Jays play tomorrow? And they do play tomorrow. So. They play the Phillies, so let's really hope for a Phillies win because 
I don't want to lose that spot in the wild card. But I think the one thing that the Mariners have to focus on now that nearly the first half is complete is they need to look to go 8-2 and two on this road trip. And I say 8-2 and two because um, I kind of see maybe maybe taking one game from the Red Sox. Maybe. I mean, I will say this. The Boston Red Sox are possibly one of the toughest teams to face right now. And they have the best scoring team in baseball. One of the best scoring teams in baseball. But with the Rays, I really need. we really need a sweep. We need a sweep of the Rays. And the last time we did play the Rays, we actually did beat them in all three games. So we need to finish out the finish this. Uh, I believe this will be the last time that we do see the Rays, and it will be the last time we see the Rays. So let's go ahead and go for a clean sweep of the entire season. So there's three games out of the way, and uh, looking at what the Mariners have to go on to that game. Uh, Taiwan Walker will go out to the first game uh, against, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I know that's kind of bad to say. Then, of course, Nathan Carnes will go out looking to bounce back from his uh, somewhat terrible start that he had. And then uh, the third game, it'll be, and it looks like it's going to be to be determined. I could have sworn it was going to be Akuma. Okay. Um, so, all right, so, uh, actually, I think it's Paxton, is it Paxton? I think it's Paxton, yeah. So, so we can expect Paxton to pitch the last game of that. And, of course, we get into the series with the Red Sox. That's not going to be easy. I'm not really expecting us to take the series against the Red Sox. That's going to be one of the toughest series that we have so far this year. But going into Detroit, um, you know, this is going to be, again, another tough, matchup for the Mariners. I mean, the Tigers are not really any they're not really a pushover. I mean, they've been 7 and 3 in their last 10 games. I mean, look at us. We've been 3 and 7 in the last 10 games. That's not good. 10 and 3 in our last 10 games. I mean, that's or 3 and 7 in our last 10 games. It's just not good. I mean, the apparently something's not working with this team. I mean, if you ask me, I think the Mariners what they need to do is they need to have another players only meeting. And they need to have it now, because it's not going to be it's not going to be pleasant if the Mariners, you know, they end the first half, you know, out. Well, I mean, again, there, there's still plenty of baseball left to play, but it's not going to be fun when you're you know out of the you know when you're out of second place in the wild card or you're possibly even out of second place in the in the American League West. I mean, we're only five games up on the Astros, so again. The Mariners team has got to come together. This Mariners team has got to figure it out. Otherwise, this is not going to end well for them. So, again, I don't know what the Mariners have to do. All I know is, is that they have to get it done now. And again, you know, I will say maybe eight and two is the eight and two is the best that we can go on this road trip. It's the best. Seven and three is the average that I'm looking at, um, and six and four is the worst. Six and four is the worst that we can go on this road trip. And 
I will say this, and, and again, I cannot stress this more. I can't stress this. I, I can't stress this enough. Whenever someone loses that we have a chance to gain ground on, we need the Mariners have to take advantage of it, and that's something that they have not been able to do. The last game of the Indian series, the Rangers lost. We had a chance to even just be, you know, three games out on them. I mean, if we lost, I mean, if we lost, or no, wait, wait, wait. Hang on a sec. So, if we actually won that game, we could have been two back of the Rangers, and we would have only been four out by this uh, series end. But we're five back. So, again, something has to change with this team. And uh, that's actually going to do it for the podcast. Uh, Not really much to talk about. Uh, No Seahawks talk, unfortunately. Uh, Nothing really in the news there. So, again, we will uh, possibly see you next week. And this is Mike saying... So long and go Mariners.